She stands alone. <laughs> what up? What up? It has been a minute. It's been a while. I know. <laughs> I tried to stay away. I wanted to stay away. Do you know how badly I wanted to stay away? But uh, they won't they won't let me stay away. So welcome back to <laughs> another episode of the Exit Interview Podcast with me, Andre C. Griffiths, a.k.a. The Mind of Dre, a.k.a. The Victim of <laughs> Power Abuse and Nepotism. You know, I really wish I post this, uh, even though I don't give a shit about YouTube um, like that, I just figured it's more of an option. Um, you know, um, (laughs) um, (laughs) there's so much I want to say. Do you know there's so, so, so much I want to say? I'm going to try and keep it together because there's a lot that I want to say. And, um, even though I sincerely, really, really hope I am putting it out there to the universe, I hope I don't have to post this. I don't want this. I would rather have a resolution. It's not fucking fair (laughs) anymore, people. I'm tired of not getting my acknowledgement. I'm tired of fighting in this bullshit world where I see people who are sandbagging it (laughs) successful in their fucking careers because they kiss ass and suck dick for a living. Sorry, profanity, but I like this shit kills me. This shit kills me. And I know lately I've been I I was uh, I was <laughs> um, for anyone out there listening to this. I'm assuming, hey, this is a podcast for LinkedIn. So I'm assuming anybody who's listening to this probably uh, has, you know, you came here by way of LinkedIn or word of mouth. I've been realizing word of mouth is a crazy thing. You know, I do my own word of mouth uh, that doesn't need to be posted online. You know, people should be very, very wary. (laughs) You know, people know people and that's a thing or people, you know, networking. There's an art to it. (laughs) Even if you're not really in the network, there's an art to it, you know, and uh, people should not fuck around with that. You know, you're going to fuck around with the wrong one. You did fuck around with the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Like I said, I got a lot to say. Um, and I know. So if you've been looking, if you've been looking at my LinkedIn, you're probably like Dre is sounding like a straight up. <laughs> I was rereading some of my posts because I tend to, um, you know, I like to be I like to be very clear about my points that I'm making, you know, and so um, you have to understand that, by the way, this is all about latch <laughs> ding, 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 ding. This is this is what this episode is about. This is about a company that I worked for back in 2019 named Latch, where they fucking abused their power nothing but nepotism going on and I basically wrote a whole breakdown 
back then in 2019 of how uh, there was possible discrimination going on at Latch. I had questions about things, especially regarding the reasons that I was uh, terminated. Um, Not just me. uh, There were at least three other employees uh, that I heard, (laughs) I heard about, I have seen emails about, uh, you know, and, um, and there was a lot of bullshit going on. So, um, this is what this episode is about. And I know (laughs) if you've seen my communications to them that are out in the open in the public, they sound very aggressive. See this, this is, (laughs) see this is me being aggressive when i'm making my points like this or uh on what you've seen on uh on linkedin um and that's after two years of being nice (laughs) so if anybody well i wasn't always nice but i definitely started off very 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 nice even through all the bullshit i was always very respectful but then you know After a while, you start realizing like, okay, they won't respect you unless you give them a reason to respect you. You know, I don't play these games out here. (laughs) You know, my family's Jamaican, y'all. Like, I don't I'm I'm not I'm not (laughs) I'm not soft, yo. I don't tolerate this bullshit. I do not tolerate this bullshit. I'm sorry nobody is bigger than me i am bigger than no one we are all on the same level out here i don't give a fuck about your title i don't give a fuck about how much money you make we are all walking around on the same level out here and because of that i'm going to use every tool at my disposal if i will not be heard i will be seen and i will be felt I mean this. Seriously. (laughs) I listen to, yo, when I get like this, oh man, you don't understand. Lately, I've had a chip on my shoulder the size of fucking (laughs) the years of racism. And oppression that my people have had to deal with. (laughs) And you know what? Fuck that. I don't even subscribe to that whole my people thing. My people are the people who vibe with me. I don't I don't subscribe to this whole thing of like, yo, I rock with you only based on like we share a skin color. But, yo, I got to I got to fight that shit every day. So I feel the collective pain of people who 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 bear that type of weight. Whether you're black, you're Latino, you're Asian, you're transgender, you're gay, whatever the thing may be, you're albino, you're short, you're whatever the thing may be. Right. There is a whole lot of bullshit going on in this world. Whole lot of tap dancing, shucking, jiving just so people can make. And this is a very American thing. Let me tell you. I've had the privilege of being able to extend beyond my bubble and see the world and not just experience this shit through the guise of like vacation resorts. 
in fancy hotels. I've been around. This is a fucking American disease. It's a cancer. This thing where everything is all about the status, the image, how much money you make, where this shit came from. (laughs) Well, I know where it came from, but that's a whole long different story. But when I get in this mood lately, this big ass chip that's been on my shoulders. Do you know what I do? I listen to some gangster ass music, not the most like not typical. It's got to be good, you know, like (laughs) usually it's a diss song, you know, like a classic, obviously uh, hit him up Tupac. But man, oh, man, lately, one that I've been playing is um, it is the most sinister song ever. Uh, It's called uh, it's a it's called Ducifer by a guy by a guy, uh, Duke Deuce. Yo, this shit is so theatric and over the top. And he's actually kind of the, the 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 lyrics aren't gangster at all. When I say gangster, I mean, it's it's just got a feeling behind it. I don't mean like straight up gangster gangster rap, although some of them, some of the <laughs> songs uh, that I listen to also, you know, hey, <laughs> it gets me in that mood, you know, um, push a T, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The reason why I'm even bringing this up is before we get into the whole latch thing, I just want to set the stage to let you know um, why I am like this now. You know, in a in a previous podcast, I talked about um, dealing with a dirty cop in Patterson, New Jersey. So, you know, um, um, living this life <laughs> that I'm that I'm living where uh, I'm just trying to make it on my own merit. I'm not anyone's employee. I am um, I am uh, trying to make it independently, so on and so forth. It's come with ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, a lot of downs, but ups and downs, you know, and during the downs, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes I am not going to lie. I don't I don't have too much pride to uh, not admit I raced my ass back to Patterson, New Jersey <laughs> to where my parents are and um, and say, yo, I need I need to stay here for a little while while I lick my wounds, <laughs> save some money. And now I'm going to be back out there, you know. And so uh, (laughs) when when was this? It's it's when I got back into the U.S. after during the pandemic. Um, So I want to say it was like October of 2020. Um, Although I feel like it was 2021. Actually, no shit. I think it was 2021. That's crazy. Wow. It felt well, whatever It's 2021. And my parents had this shitty tenant that was living, that was living there. And, um, and even before this, this woman moved in, I saw, I saw the writing on the wall. I was like, do not let this woman (laughs) move in here. I see it. She's, she's shitty. Don't do it. But I, you know, it's during the pandemic and they need someone, yada, yada, yada. And sure enough, she moves in and sure enough, she ends up being a shitty tenant. Uh, 
<laughs> if you want me to be straight up, like, uh, um, I, I, uh, it was enough where cameras had to be installed <laughs> Four fucking cameras had to be installed for this one woman because, uh, I mean, we basically know she's a prostitute, <laughs> you know, um, the type of people she was bringing over and the packages they were bringing out of the house. It was, it was some wild shit. Um, and so, uh, and so one day I told my parents, I was like, yo, you gotta get this woman out of here. And so they put up uh, a notice on her, on her door saying like, uh, you know, we're giving you notice, blah, blah, blah. And this fucking woman comes back to the house with a police officer this police officer comes to the house doesn't um doesn't like <laughs> basically okay i'm black i know how police officers work i know what their protocol is <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know when i was younger i i got pulled over and had to deal with cops so many times i know the protocol so when you come to my parents' place and this woman just lets you in, no like, hey, what's going on, yada, yada, yada. She just walks you in and lets you know, hey, these guys are trying to kick me out of my apartment. <laughs> Do something about it. I could tell, oh, she just she didn't make an actual call. This guy isn't writing anything down. He's not actually making a police report. He's just trying to bully. And so, um, you know, he's dealing with uh he's I see on camera what's going on, you know, because me, I'm like that. Um, like dealing with latch if they haven't realized, like when I'm dealing with the ops. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm always watching. I'm always keeping my eye out. I'm always trying to get the vibe. I'm always trying to get the feeling. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And so um, I was watching the camera and I, was, I see this shit going on with the cop. And immediately I'm like, fuck, what? So I go downstairs and I see this cop and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Um, And I'm talking to him about it. And I'm hearing this situation and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, um, I need to ask you a question. Do you know this? Do you know this woman personally? And homie started getting loud with me. All of a sudden he starts getting loud with me, puffing up his chest and whatnot. And by this time, my mom's out here uh, and she's looking at the whole situation. And me, that's the thing. I'm no one's bitch. Like, I'm not going to I don't care who you are. I'm not going to I'm not going to get out of out of pocket. You will never see me get unless there's like a reason for me to get out of pocket. And I really, really got to check someone. But you will never see me like yell or go crazy or this, that and the other. That's that's not how I play. You know what I'm saying? Usually, usually I like other people get mad at me first. <laughs> you know? Um, and so, and so homie, uh, homie, uh, and that's funny because this story is going to lead into another short story about a cop. Um, and so, <laughs> and so, 
this guy starts puffing up his chest at me and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm like, I asked you a question. <laughs> I asked you a question though. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, uh, what's what's your badge number and he says i don't have to tell you that and as soon as he says that i'm like oh homie do you realize we're standing underneath the camera i didn't even say this but i'm just like we're standing underneath the camera you know so i'm just like i'm just like i'm giving him a hard time about it right like i'm giving him a real hard time and he starts getting pissed and eventually he gets pissed enough where he puts his hand on his holster and starts to like act like he's about to draw his gun on me. <laughs> the man who is in, you are in my house. Well, not my house. It's my parents' house, but I live here uh, or I live there, you know? And, um, <laughs> and you're trying to threaten me because I'm questioning you on why you're here. And when he does that, my mom starts screaming for holy Jesus. Ah, you know, what? I'm like telling me to calm down this, that, and the other. And I'm like, you know what? I go right upstairs, grab my cell phone, come back downstairs, cell phone on. <laughs> I start questioning this officer. He does not want to talk to me like he he does everything he can to to like isolate my mom and talk to her and my mom being my mom she just listens to this officer's bullshit because he's some figure of authority it's bullshit <laughs> and so i'm like yo what the fuck is this this is straight up this is straight up illegal so i go down i record his license plate this that and the other blah 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 you know um, <laughs> I went as far as like the chief of police with this. Cause like police officer, like going down, go, you don't, you don't understand the lengths that I went. I filed a report for conspiracy because it is conspiracy. Technically people don't understand. It's actually a lot easier than you think to, to, to get someone on conspiracy. As long as like a couple people are agreeing to do a crime or like that shit is conspiracy. It falls underneath it. <laughs> so, so, uh, so this dumbass, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do everything in my power <laughs> to, to, to like, fuck this up. The police, the police department, you don't want to take me seriously. Courts are, are acting up yo i'm gonna the the detective assigned to the case was a fucking idiot like i made all these people look stupid why because they tried to challenge me every step of the way and act like i'm not valid <laughs> you know our officers can do this fucked up grimy shit and just get away with it you are nothing nigger <laughs> shut up and take it Shut up and take it. Keep taking it. I've been alive for too long, man. And so eventually that bum ass tenant brought her bum ass cousin from Canada <laughs> over here to stay. And this cousin was up to all types of shenanigans. I was peeping this dude on the camera. And, um, and one day, you know, um, there's a there's a term on the tenant's lease about like sharing keys and whatnot and what 
And one day I just see this dude come in and then some random dudes just unlock the door, come in. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do they have keys to just come in here? Like, who are these people? So once the cousin was by himself in the apartment, I immediately told my mom, yo, call the police. <laughs> Cause the tenant's not there. She hasn't, she hasn't been up there in days and we don't know who this dude is coming in and out. So call the police. My mom calls the police, police come over and they're like, okay, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Hey, you know, this, this guy's up here, blah, blah, blah. We have suspicion of like drug activity happening because we did, um, and, um, and like, yo, can we get this guy out of here? Can we get him arrested? Blah, blah, blah. And the cops go and talk to the guy and bruh, this dude was just sweet talking to cops <laughs> and they were buddying and buddy, buddying it up there. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I stick my head up into the apartment and I'm like, and I start questioning the guy and I'm like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Why? How did you come in here? How did you come in here? Blah, blah, blah. And the guy literally goes in front of the cops like, mind your business. <laughs> As if like this, like, dog, we don't know you. But somehow these idiot cops are listening to him. And because I start sticking my nose in and asking questions, now the cops are pissed at me. And this one cop starts getting aggressive at me again. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're here again. So I was like, all right, I'm backing out of this for a little bit. The cops like went downstairs and outside uh, because the tenant finally arrived uh, to vouch for him. And I caught the tenant, the, the, the cousin in a moment, you know, because it was nobody else. So I just waited in the hallway for him to pass me by. And uh, and as he walked by, I was like, you got a lot of mouth on you. And yo, this dude, I'm not, I'm not going to front. Like, I'm not a small guy. This guy was taller than me. You know, if you were to see him, you would be like, oh, this dude looks hood as hell, (laughs) you know? And so he comes up to me like straight up in my face and starts looking me and looks me dead in my eyes. And he's like, he's like, so what, so what are you going to do about it? And like, I just look him dead in his eyes. And this, and that's the thing, like, When I tell you (laughs) I found peace within myself a long time ago, uh, I know who I am. Like, I'm sorry, I can see someone who's putting up a front a mile away. And as hard as he was trying to act. Eye to eye. Looking at me, I could tell just just so slightly he was not actually looking at my eyes. He was looking slightly off. And then eventually he was like, you're funny. And he walks away. And so he goes as he goes downstairs, uh, he passes by my mom and he's like, he's like, what's wrong with your son? He's crazy. He's, he's acting. He acts so aggressive. <laughs> that word again, aggressive. Big Mr. Gangster calling me aggressive. So. There's we're going to wrap this story up now (laughs) and get to latch. Um, So. uh, (laughs) So. The next day. um, The guy, uh, the cousin 
he's like up in the apartment all day because I don't know where the where the tenant was, why she was gone all week, but she was gone. She wasn't there. And so he had to stay in the apartment all day because he couldn't just use the keys like that because it's on the lease. Like, you know, she's got a, you know, she can't just have somebody staying here like that without her being here, you know? Um, And so I woke up and I was just like, I wish I could fucking get this guy. You know, like I was just stewing, pacing back and forth. Like, I wish I could get this fucking guy. And so, um, you know, I got in that mood to listen to something gangster. And I was thinking this Canadian ass, <laughs> this Canadian asshole just sitting upstairs. So I was like, you know what? I'm, you know what I'm going to play? I'm going to play the story of Adidon by Pusha T. And I'm going to play it loud as hell. Because I remember hearing him uh, one day uh, play Drake. Like <laughs> I could hear him listening to Drake. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> It's the pettiest thing in the world, but, uh, but, uh, and I was, and I played it full blast and, uh, it's the pettiest move in the world. But later on, uh, I heard that guy outside on his cell phone, like, does he know, does he know who he's messing with? Blah, 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 blah. But I never get anything said to my face. I don't get the acknowledgement. Like, talk to me about it. Let's talk about it. Let's powwow. Because I got no beef like that. Right? But if you're not coming correct, I got to let you know I'm not the one. And this is the same case for Latch. So I'm going to try and not make this too long because holy shit, I'm already <laughs> I'm already like a half hour in. So uh, I'm guessing I'm going to do maybe like an hour on this i'll try to keep it to like 40 minutes when i say that i mean additional <laughs> so let let me talk about this real quick so latch i got there 2019 and um yo i was super happy to have this to have this job because <clears throat> i was in a real rough period i wasn't getting any gigs i had just come off of another job where a friend ended up being a piece of shit, (laughs) you know, and, um, you know, I can't align myself with pieces of shit, you know, you already know how I feel about pieces of shit, (laughs) and that guy, even though I knew him for years, decades, people associated us with each other, me, I'm not afraid to, to cut people off, like, I will not stand by you if you're a piece of shit, I'm sorry, you know, I have I have principles and I stand by them. And this is and this is why a lot of people don't fuck with me, because I feel like a lot of people in America <laughs> and and all around the world. But goddamn for sure in America, like y'all ain't sticking to your principles like that. I hear a whole lot of talk. But when the times get tough, people are bending and folding <laughs> like it's nothing like it's nothing bending and folding all day the shit is fucking weak i'm so sick of it so i get to latch and when i tell you i knew nothing about like latch like smart locks and having to know about like circuitry and and like you know low voltage 
Just like I had no knowledge, nothing about any of this stuff. I like taught myself a few days before the interview. I was like, yo, let me just teach myself this shit. Did well on the phone interview, got in, um, got into the actual interview, did so well on the actual interview. My boss like uh, posed a question to me. And I came up with a solution he didn't even think of during the fucking interview. This coming from the guy who had no experience (laughs) in that field, like like that guy, my boss, he was the guy. Everybody constantly went to him for questions. He was the guy. And I had something. And I'm not saying this as like. A bragging point, even though people are going to take it as bragging, because I know that there are a bunch of people out there that do not like me. And it's cool. I'm going to say also, I don't have any beef with you. You know, but I don't know. (laughs) And also, don't be fake with me either. You know, if you don't like me, just don't like me. It's cool. You know, we don't got to be we don't have to be cool like that. Um. But just know I got no beef. I'm really I'm really just trying to move out here and people keep doing me dirty. And I'm and it's because I am like a generally nice guy. Like I don't you know, (laughs) I feel like people exploit that shit. But that's the thing. I'm not nice. I'm polite. I have manners. I'm cordial. I'm not a dick. You know, I'm all of those things. But I'm definitely not nice. I will fuck you up out here. (laughs) that's the thing you know um uh (laughs) sorry you know people who knew me back in the day are probably like this is this is so not dre no this was always dre i was just not putting it out there like that because like people like yo people got me to the point but like when I was in high school, I got into fights like my my temper was fucking stupid. I was never the person to start the fights, <laughs> but I would fucking finish them. And I don't like long fights. I like to I like to hit hard enough to let you know. I'm serious. You should back down, but some people they don't back down, they don't listen. But anyway, <laughs> I said uh, keep on track, Dre, keep on track. So, Um, I get into latch and immediately I'm like, yo, I want to, I want to just dive into this because I generally, I genuinely found it like really, really interesting, like smart locks and like the technology when I'm, I'm a fucking nerd. When I get into this stuff, I really get into it. And because I get way into it, I end up learning like super quickly, you know? And, um, some people interpret that as like trying too hard <laughs> or like like um uh there was a there was a person on the team truthfully the person that I was coolest with on the team even though um it's been a while <laughs> but the person I was cool coolest with on the team she was uh uh, she assumed that first she was like, Hey, you don't have to be so competitive. And I'm like, I'm not competing. I'm just like way into this. Like, I really, really want to be good at this, you know, for, for me, like, I want to learn this stuff, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, I did my thing in like, uh, and at the, 
like I was trusted with like just being on my own handling things um like way after way before my training period was supposed to be done and whatnot basically long story short i was good at my fucking job and i was dedicated and i did my thing you know and i was recognized at the company during like like a huge meeting uh, you know like i was doing my thing over there and i was actively trying to see if i could work my way into a different team like i wasn't even trying to stay uh on the team that I was on, you know? And so, um, you know, for me doing my thing and like people in certain departments, um, you know, coming to me with things, I always got the vibe there that like, not everybody necessarily loved me. And it was from the moment that I walked in the door, like during like the, 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 one of the early trainings, you know, where where it's like, you know, it's new employee training. So it's really general stuff. And this one dude is walking us through, like logging into the company website. I am notorious for this in employee trainings, like stuff like that. I just go ahead and I just work ahead, you know, because I'm that type of guy. I poke at things, you know, I don't need I don't need a <laughs> 15 ex, uh, minute explanation on how to log into the company website. It's like, OK, give me my, I got a password. Boom, 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 boom. Also, I worked in I.T. for fucking ever. <laughs> Glad I'm done with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, so. Um, this dude, while he's teaching this thing, he's, he notices me kind of going ahead and homie had such a problem with it. So like, what's up with him? But the one guy that I felt like I felt the vibe was a guy, uh, in HR and I'm not going to say his name. There are only a few people that I'm actually going to name by name, uh, here. And I, and I believe it's because I have the ability <laughs> they, they I can justify naming them like if 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 we had to bring it to court, I could justify the reasons why uh, they are able to be named. You know, um, but uh, this dude, I'm not going to name him, um, but he was a guy in HR and I just always got the vibe like we were I was the only black dude in uh in the new employee training. And I felt like I was the only person who was getting a little sass from this guy. Like, I was like, what's up with this dude? I tried to be cool with him. Um, like, uh, when we went while we were up getting lunch and, and I don't know, Mr. Sassy pants just wasn't having it. He wasn't like, I could just tell homie just wasn't feeling me like that. And I was, I'm like, what's up? What's up, man? Like we just met. Why are you not feeling me already? But okay. But me, I'm this type of dude where I'm very observant. I watch people and how they move and the uh, the people who, who are clicked up. And this place was super clicky, super, super clicky. I'm I'm already an, an introvert, you know, and I'm not that type of person to kind of like butt himself into a group. So I don't know if maybe people think that I come off as like I, I'm too good for myself or I'm I'm too good for other people, but I'm very much an introvert. You know, the only reason at like other companies where it seemed like it came out more, my personality, my personality came out more was because I was in positions where I had to like fake it to make it. But like, you know, 
give me an office and I might close that door constantly because I prefer to be by myself. Um, but I saw how clicked up this place was and I just saw who 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 was cool, like who was always hanging around each other. You know, and one of the dudes who was always schmoozing it around was this other guy who um, he's he's one of the people I'm going to name David Madsen, where homie constantly, constantly. Yo, it was super uncomfortable, constantly over rubbing my shoulder, getting all close to my ear as he's talking like I've never felt so uncomfortable you know, with another man in the workplace, like it was really bordering on like, yo, dog, you need to chill. <laughs> you need to chill, homie. <laughs> and, you know, to the point where I def like the 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 chick on my team. Oh, I, I shouldn't say chick, but I'm sorry. I'm from Patterson. Sometimes I say it. But uh, <laughs> the woman uh, who was uh, um, on my team. You know, I I was talking to her um, and I was like, yo, do you do you know this with this dude? Like he's like very, very overly touchy feely with certain people in the office. And he's like, yeah, you know, maybe those people are, you know, they they've known each other for a long time. So maybe they're OK with it. And I'm sorry. I, you know, once again, very I'm very observant. I could I could see how people move sometimes. Yo, they might have known each other for a long time, but that's not like a reason that's that's nothing sometimes people allow fucked up shit to happen you know knowing each other for a long time means nothing remember i knew a piece of shit for for like uh <laughs> you know damn near i don't even i don't even know 20 years maybe <laughs> uh but he's a piece of shit um but anyway um you know, I had let her know that I was uncomfortable with it and whatnot. Um, and eventually I had even let um, HR know that I was uncomfortable with it. My boss knew that I was uncomfortable with this guy, David. But, you know, I was trying not to make a big deal about it because um, I felt I was very much... Uh, the outsider <laughs> and i just wanted to work i just wanted to have something stable so i could save up some money for a while pay off some debt and then quit that shit <laughs> and go on with with me being more of an entrepreneur or an independent you know um it didn't have to be that serious so um you know, eventually I get to talking to some people in the office like I'm a very much a fan of uh, other misfits in the office. <laughs> and so, oh, let me let me actually tell you about the vibe a little bit more. Um, my boss. His boss, she was another one, never for some reason, never seemed to be that cool with me. Like, I know she respected um she respected how good I was, but she, she never, I never felt the vibe from her. And I saw her cool with people in the office. She was real clicked up with my boss. She was real clicked up with uh, a, a couple of people in her department, but she was really, really clicked up with this other guy who was a manager. 
um, God, I can't even remember what their what their departments, whatever. There are a bunch of these were two managers that she was uh, she she was the boss of. Right. And my manager fell under that. So. I just noticed like, yo, they are mad clicked up and I'm seeing who I'm not feeling the love from my boss. I'm feeling I'm overly feeling the love, which in retrospect makes me kind of feel like he was overcompensating and didn't re- didn't really, really because the, in the beginning, he didn't really like sh- overly show the love like that. But after a while, um, I, I, you know, in retrospect, I think he wasn't really feeling me like that for a while. <laughs> You know, and like, um, so, so yeah, um, (laughs) uh, what do you call it? So, okay. Where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? It gets, okay. So let me tell you about, uh, this, the, the other, the other manager. So that manager, I tried being cool with him and he was such a weirdo with me, like, like very, he always felt so nervous talking to me. I remember one day I, I asked him, uh, or I, I didn't ask him like, I, you know, I, I bought one day I went to Trader Joe's and I bought pancake bread. Pancake bread is fucking delicious. And I bought a, brought a bunch of pancake bread in for like the office. So people were like, I was like, yo, y'all gotta have pancake bread and you know, pancake bread is delicious. And so they loved it. <laughs> Try pancake bread. It's delicious. And uh, what I also so um, um, when I was talking to people during during that time, um, that guy, that manager, I was telling him about how much of a foodie I am. And so I I was like, yo, I'm going to give you this thing I found one day. It's it's a I can't remember what it was. It was a special type of Coke. I I think it was it was some type of Christmas Coke. I can't remember. It was oh, it was like holiday spice Coke. I was like, yo, I'm gonna hook you up with it. He's like, oh yeah, really? He seemed all, he seems a little weird about it, but whatever. Eventually I bring him in this can, a Coke. And like, he never drank it. And then one a day the can was gone. And I was like, oh, how'd you like the can of Coke? And he made this, and it's, you ever, you ever talk to a kid and a kid who like over explains the lie that they're telling like it's this weird elaborate story with way too many details and whatnot that's what it felt like from this dude like just this weird random story about like how his uncle and grand this time this can is is tiny by the way how his uncle and grandfather and brother i don't know who the fuck got together and like you know the the can wasn't wasn't cold at first so they so they put it in the fridge for a while and let it cool and then they got together and like poured it out and i was like what really that's such a weird like what <laughs> but whatever man if if you didn't if you didn't want the fucking can of coke and you threw it away you could have just said like hey, it was okay whatever um but like once again just a dude where like i just i got the vibe he wasn't feeling me so um there was this uh person that was uh she directly reported to my boss's boss she was under uh, a team called customer success and we were casually cool in the office we were casually cool in the office you know and one day 
I get pulled into a meeting with my boss and my boss's boss. And they're like, hey, such and such says you're making her uncomfortable. I'm like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, what? Really? And blah, blah, blah. And this, that, and the other. And then like, um, and then they're like, you know, we're going to, we're going to give you a chance with this, blah, blah, blah. It can't happen again. Yada, yada, yada. Keep your distance. <laughs> like a bunch of shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, yo, I have been like these people, like, yo, these fucking people did not really like look me up when, when I got hired there. Like, I don't think they realized how much industry experience I have. Like there has never been a time that anyone could ever accuse me of ever making any woman uncomfortable in any professional or unprofessional environment. Ask anybody who knows me. I don't rock like that. I don't rock like that. I know my character and that's the reason why I'm going so fucking hard on this is because I know my character. You can't paint my character any type of way. I know me. You can't tell me who I am. You can't accuse me of some bullshit. Right? So. So I'm like, okay. Um, I fucking cried that day. I was I was go- like, I remember walking back to my desk uh after after being talked to um and them knowing that i had concerns about like yo oh i didn't mention i they knew i had concerns about this dude in hr being 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 racist (laughs) but that's the thing he was clicked up with funny thing here's the funny thing they knew about those concerns he was not a part of the the dude in hr who should be a part of it he was not a part of the meeting with me isn't that really curious behavior right they knew i had those concerns and so the meeting where supposedly i made somebody uncomfortable he wasn't part of he wasn't a part of that meeting why wasn't he a part of it he was part of all my new hire stuff at all of my other places, the people who are part of the new hire stuff they're they, they also get involved in when, when there's an issue of, Hey, this person feels uncomfortable. Isn't that an HR thing? Why is it that it's coming from just YouTube? But okay. I was fucking shook. <laughs> I was like, yo, I don't want to lose this job. I had plans. You know, I was like, Yo, I can't afford to lose this thing, blah, 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 blah. So, okay, whatever. Um, And so, you know, over the course of, of the next month, I kind of kept it super low. I kept to myself. I wasn't talking to anybody. I was doing my work. I was going home. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I kept it real. Like, yo, you know, remember... <laughs> After uh, Kobe caught that uh, sexual assault allegation (laughs) and all of a sudden he started playing the best basketball of his life and wasn't saying anything. That was me. (laughs) I was like, yo, let me just do my work as best as possible. And not for nothing. I was knocking it out of the park. I was being I was being brought in on meetings where like talking directly to big clients. Engineers were there and I was like 
advising on the things that I found and whatnot and, and blah, 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 and new bugs that I found. I was doing my thing. And so this incident is like super, super, super important, right? My manager, my boss, he plans a uh, employee outing, right? So we do this employee outing. And uh, when we leave, we are about to catch a cab. And as as we're getting ready to leave, the same female employee who said I made her uncomfortable said, hey, do you guys mind if I catch if I take a cab with you guys? okay so she's gonna ride with us and i'm like okay weird i get into the cab i get into the back seat another dude from my team gets and gets into the back seat here's where it gets interesting she gets into the back seat also and my boss gets into the front (laughs) no or was I sitting in the front I might have actually been sitting in the front because I was like oh yeah I was sitting in the I I'm sorry I'm sorry I was sitting in the front because I was like you know I'm just gonna separate myself and I was the tallest person so so they're all in the back and during this ride in front of my manager she's talking to me the same person who supposedly I made uncomfortable what the fuck what the fuck? She's talking to me as if like it's nothing. She was talking to me about Spyro the dragon. <laughs> there are witnesses to this. She's talking to me as if I as if there is no problem. So I'm like, OK, I guess there. I guess I didn't make you uncomfortable like what? But whatever. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. Right. We go. We have our team outing. Uh, she she goes hops out the cab and heads and heads uh to her apartment or so. this is how well I remember details by the way I remember her saying that she was getting ready to move <laughs> this is how well I remember details like yo don't fuck up around me I will remember <laughs> you know um and so she hops out she 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 mentioned something about like she's she's gonna be moving or whatever but you know, um, she gets out around her apartment and, um, and we have our, we have our outing for the night. We go out for dinner and drinks or whatever. And the other two members of our team end up leaving. And then it's me and my manager and we're just walking and we're walking and talking. And when I tell you, I have this thing where I have these times with managers, I I have real moments with them where I give them like real life advice <laughs> And whatnot. And like, yo, you people aren't worth my fucking words. (laughs) This guy, most of all, like this guy, I'm not trying to like out him, out him like that. But I, I, I feel like it stands to say this because it shows the amount of nepotism, uh, at my, at my previous, uh, at latch, you know, um, where this dude like there were times where dude came back from lunch and I could smell the alcohol on his breath you know I could tell he was a little woozy (laughs) during times uh during his shift you know whatever not a big deal if you can handle it and get your work done who cares right 
Um, but like during this walk, he like admits to me about kind of having a drinking problem and this, that, and like, I, I, I like gave him real ass advice, like real advice. Like there are people in my life who I, they, they, they were addicts, you know, um, friends from college and like, I helped them through that shit. Like real talk, real talk. I have people out here who can attest to this. You know, if, if, if you're a real one with me, I'm like, yo, I'm a real ride or die. I'm like I said, I'm a person of character <laughs> and principle, you know? So I had, so I had a real ass talk, uh, Tim about it and like gave him the same like type of real, real practical advice that I've accumulated from, from other people throughout my life, you know? And, um, and then I don't know, maybe like a week or two after that, I can't really remember how long me just talking about my good memory, but <laughs> when it comes to time, sometimes I'm off, but sometime after that, I'm at work. And this was one of those days where like, I was just making a bunch of like very stupid minor mistakes. Like, um, like, uh, um, like, oh, and once again, the person on my team who I was cool, who I was coolest with, she even point, like, we even made a joke about it. Like, like I was just met, like making a lot of dumb airhead, you know, blonde moment mistakes. Right. And, um, and during, during that day, I accidentally messaged three people on Slack emojis right and the very next day when i get into work i get pulled in not by my boss or my boss's boss but this time the head the vp of people operations like the the tippity top guy he pulls me in he's like hey andre i gotta talk to you i was like what man and he's like, is everything okay? He's like, he's like, you sh- you should have just let it go. You should have just let it go. And I was like, should just let it go. What is what does that mean? Like, what does that even mean? You know, in retrospect, now that I know my boss had like his little personal relationship with that female employee, uh, and maybe got the wrong idea about me and her. <laughs> I don't know what it was, or maybe he was real pressed about it. I don't know. Or I don't don't know. Far be it from me to, to speculate, but knowing that he had that little relationship and knowing that all these people are from the same area in Pennsylvania, including Tom Lavin, VP of operations. I don't know if he's still that now, but he was at the time. Um, you know, um, it's, it's, it's real, it's real funny. It's real. It's funny. It's real funny. Those words that come out of your mouth, you should have just let it go. Like, bro, I wasn't trying to hit on this girl. What are you talking about? Please show me like what? And then it it was this whole thing. And then it, it was this other person from HR. Uh, she comes in and she's like, She's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You sent this. You Was this you? You sent this emoji. 
<laughs> they had a printout of the emoji. <laughs> was it you? Did you send it at this time? And I was like, yeah, but I also I also unsent it like a little bit later. Hey, what, real, that's really weird. How do you have a printout of that? Like when I unsent it, you know, because I mistakenly sent that. How do you how do you have a printout of that so quickly? That's really weird. It almost feels like a setup. <laughs> We've got a printout of the emoji. You're like, it's it's fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, yo, do you guys realize I met accidentally messaged two other people that day? Did they complain about this too? You made her uncomfortable. We we can't talk about this, blah, blah, blah. Please sign this paperwork. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not signing your paperwork. I'm not signing it. <laughs> whatever whatever that paperwork is bullshit. I'm not signing it. You know, if y'all are firing me fine, but I'm not si- I'm not signing your bullshit. And then David Madsen, this fucking creepy, touchy-feely guy comes in with all my stuff from my desk and my shoes on top, which I like literally I threw those shoes out afterwards cuz I was like, yo, this this weirdo probably sniffed them. <laughs> All the way up. How much money? Yo, David Madsen, I hope you're listening to this. You fucking weirdo. How weird? I bet you, you fucking weirdo. You sniffed my shoes, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Pervert. <laughs> I bet you did. You know, <laughs> that's not an accusation. I'm just saying, if you were an actual truthful person, I would be willing to put money on the fact that you did that. Um, because you're a fucking weirdo. Um, uh, <laughs> and that's from, from my personal experience. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so anyway, um, um, man, let me chill out. That was, a, that was a bit much. I got a little hype there. So. That whole firing happened and I was fucking, you know, if I were, if I were to be really real with you, I left work and I went down to the subway and I was literally just contemplating throwing myself in front of the fucking train. Like I was about to do it. It was like literally. Um, but then I thought about my homie Igor, rest in peace. And I texted him. I, I, I told him straight up. I was like, yo. <laughs> this fucking grimy dirty ass world like i feel like 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 this world does not deserve me you know not to say that on some like really um and when i say that i mean yo i try so hard i really do <laughs> i tried very hard to like better myself to try and be like an upstanding person you know and I put I really genuinely put the effort in and it's like yo it doesn't matter nobody like people don't give a fuck about that shit you know there have been people that I've been the realest of real person like I've been so real with these people and some of these people just like they don't give a fuck (laughs) no acknowledgement they don't give a fuck uh, bend and fold, no type of character, you know, say one thing, do another. It's, it's so, it's so, uh, I'm so disgusted by it. (laughs) 
I'm so disgusted by it. Like you people don't ever talk about religion. Don't ever talk about morality. Don't ever talk about any of this stuff. (laughs) Please, 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 please. If you're not going to walk it, stop pretending. Stop pretending. You know, I'm not a religious person like that. (laughs) I am really not. You know, I am very much about like energy and the universe. Like I'm not about that. I'm not about religion or but like people. Yo, what what is this shit? You know, (laughs) stop saying stop saying one nation under God in your pledge of allegiance like it's bullshit. It's one nation under dollars and ego. seriously uh so disgusting so disgusting um but anyway um igor i was like yo igor i'm about to kill myself (laughs) and igor was like don't ever say something like that again and i was like i'm sorry but I tried so hard. I've tried so hard. You people don't even know how many times. Honestly, this is some honest, real, raw truth shit. You guys don't even know the amount of times I've contemplated suicide and how many times I've actually like very closely almost gone through. mm, I went through the mm, (laughs) there are some crazy stories I could tell where I'm just like, yo, I don't know. What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Why, why is it that like, like I constantly get the shit end of the stick? And this is why I eventually became the way that I am, because I know there's nothing wrong with me. It's this, it's everybody else. Y'all need to get your shit together. (laughs) So after I was fired, you know, I went on vacation for a while. I was stuck overseas during the pandemic. And during that time, I was like, fuck that. I'm going to do everything that I can with this latch situation. I, I, emailed uh the co-founder of the company this whole this this whole breakdown he's a swede um tom mayerhofer i'm gonna name him because he's a public figure (laughs) um i emailed and and he just never said anything to me you know um i was in sweden at the time he's a swede um i figured you know hey we got a connection but nothing I messaged uh, Luke Schrodinger. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's like the CEO <laughs> and another co-founder um, of Latch, very public figure. Um, and I emailed him letting him know like, hey, I noticed this problem in the company from people who are all from the same area of Pennsylvania. I feel like I was unjustly fired. Y'all are from the same uh, area in Pennsylvania. And hey, I noticed you're from that area, too. I wouldn't want this to look like you guys are just covering for each other while I got wrong while I got wrongly terminated. I understand at will employ employment, blah, blah, blah. But this is bullshit. This is abuse of power. And I I had the whole breakdown. This dude's nephew worked for the company and god damn it his nephew if that guy ever left on time i never saw it he always left early always left early 
you know, I'm going to go out with a few of my buddies. Uh, super, super, super fake nice guy getting me to help him with things and this, that and the other. You know, it's so weird how the newest guy there always had to help people with their problems. But whatever. And I even mentioned like, hey, man, I had I had I I had your. I had your nephew's back like I helped train him on some things or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, yo, I had a good rep at the company. I didn't deserve this silence, silence. So I was like, all right, fuck that. I'm, I'm going to make a website and I'm going to put a whole breakdown. These guys getting super petty, ticky tacky fouls, you know, like, oh, you used an image of our of our of our product. We're going to we're going to get a takedown. We're going to go to your to to who's hosting your website and get them to take down the image of, of our product. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to be super petty and. I drew, I did an artist rendition of their product. I just do, drew a, a super shitty sketch, whatever. There's this whole back and forth. They knew what was going on and I was super nice for a long time. I proved my case a million times like you can't get me. I have witnesses for some of the stuff. I went and I talked to some of the people who experienced bullshit discrimination, some of, some of which had emails proving it. And you know what's funny? All of a sudden, one of those people, should I even say this? I'm going to say it. One of those people all of a sudden won't talk to me. She treats me like, yo, I'm the fucking devil. Like, ah, don't talk to me. My father's a cop. Stop harassing me. Like, what? That wasn't the energy when I had to lend you money during the pandemic. What's, What's different now? Did all the work that I put in to prove to prove because you had the paper evidence to prove that you had discrimination against you your boss i was the one who convinced you to go for it could it be could it be that that benefited you in some type of way and you decided yo i'm gonna go solo dolo on this fuck dre even though he lent me money during the pandemic, even though he put a GoFundMe site together for your ungrateful ass. Now I'm going to act like, yo, who are you? Blah, don't contact me again. Um, My father's a cop. Ah, I'm going to block you. Oh, word. Oh, word. Oh, word. This is what I'm talking about, people. How could I not feel like I want to fucking kill myself? When people keep doing me like this word. Yo, I got people who love and care about me, so I cannot do them like that. Like, I do not care about life like this. (laughs) I am very content. I'm so content. I'm not attached to this shit like you people are. (laughs) This none of this shit is that worth it. If you people believe I'm going to I'm going to tell you some real shit. If you ever get to pull yourself away from all your surface level shit strip back look inside and realize none of this shit that you're doing is worth it and all the things that you carry with you internally if you do enough looking inside you'll realize like oh this thing called me does not just go away when i die i'm telling you i'm not telling you this as a person who Oh, I just believe in something. This is a person who's done a lot of inner work. And when I say inner work, I mean, I went to the depths of inner work. 
When you do enough inner work and you know yourself and you know you, you realize that this thing, this concept of you that is not tied to this body is just a perspective and a set of collected experiences. This idea of you does not just go away when you die, but those things that you carry with you, that you make as part of your identity of as you, your attachments, all those things, the things that they allude to in things like Buddhism and people misunderstand what these fucking things mean. These attachments, you're just going to carry that shit along with you. And you're going to be stuck in the same cycle of bullshit. No one's going to believe me when I say it because everybody wants to stay in their comfort zone of their same bullshit and their bullshit cycles. And nobody wants me talking about this. But for the few people that I've genuinely given my time and energy to. Who I've yanked out of that fucking cycle. They will tell you I'm right. Even some of the people who are stuck in the cycle and are afraid to admit it or no, I'm sorry. They are afraid to confront me about it because I called out the fact that they are stuck in a cycle. They know I'm right. I'm right. So y'all can have all this silly bullshit that you're chasing. (laughs) and that's why latch you are so stupid for protecting the things i don't know why you didn't just take care of me when you could have i gave you several opportunities they gave me a bullshit phone call where i was like yo i gotta have some type of payout for this and they just try to get me to sign the bullshit paperwork again i was like what how insulting These people don't get back to me. I'm going to do what I did before. I recorded that phone call. I posted it to YouTube. And in the beginning, I just kept it unlisted. And I shared it with Latch. I'm like, hey, I have this, you know, (laughs) you know, this is just further proof of, hey, I tried to really talk to you guys about the fucking bullshit going on in your company. And you're just trying to brush me off. You know, the shit is crazy. Um, they could have taken care of me a long time ago. And even if I get a payment, <laughs> which is, I, I still really want a payment cause I feel like I am so owed. I, I like, yo, I do not deserve all this shit. <laughs> and for the amount of work that I put in to even get to this point, like, yo, it is not easy to have to deal with these companies and strategize. And how do I get them to this, that, and the other, this shit is not easy. You are going to compensate me for my work <laughs> and my for my time and my my anguish. But even if I don't get a check, y'all, I'm, I'm going to let you know who these people are. All right. Because this is bullshit, yo. And I hope to God this is the last time I have to record one of these kind of podcasts. I was going to say goddamn, but that's why I said kind of weird. Um, <laughs> so help me. So help me. I hope this is the moment that people realize your Dre is not the one. If you are going to come at me, come correct or put a bullet through my head.
<laughs> I mean that because I'm not out here beefing with anybody. But if you want it, I'm going to give it to you. Stop playing me as a bitch. Stop acting like I'm owed nothing for your bullshit ways. Acknowledge me. I did nothing but good for your bullshit company, but I am very willing to tear that shit apart. With the truth, of course. Uh, I will tear it apart with the truth. Yo, people. People, people, people. You know, I didn't do too bad, badly with this podcast. So, you know, I'm going to take the rest of this time that I have to... to j- I, I said a lot of things, and I know I've said a lot of heavy things and whatnot. But I'm telling you, this is why... This is this is why the world is what it is, because like, look at what we just accept and what we roll with and what what is just cool and acceptable. If you only knew the shuck and jive and bullshit I've seen with Latch, where like people who knew Latch was on some fucked up shit after I got after I got fired, I went to them and I told them like, yo, this is what happened. This is grimy, blah, 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 who later on was kissing Latch's ass. Oh, my God. I'm so proud to work for this company. Weird, weird how after Latch, after 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 I write all of this stuff about Latch and the bullshit that's going on, they have this propaganda about diversity and how much it means and oh my god george floyd just got shot uh this this is us throwing up our meaningless uh uh pr bullshit to make it seem like we care about black people because <laughs> someone questioned the fact that we fired a bunch of them do you realize how meaningless it is if you just put something like how fucking shitty are you how fucking shit human beings do you have to be where like you can't just be like yo we fucked up it's got to be yo we got to cover our image our image the image means everything don't respond to the guy who who was actually wronged let's talk about george floyd let's talk about george fucking floyd so it looks good on social media you fucking pathetic people what is this? What is this? Am I dealing with children? Who is running this company? Seriously, I am asking this, not just of this company, of every single company I've ever worked for. Who's running this shit? Why do you continuously have shitty people running your companies? Is it just a thing that we accept shitty people in positions of power? What is this slave mentality bullshit? It doesn't just apply to black people. Let me tell you. Slave mentality. What is going on? Why are you so beholden to your oppressors? The people who just do grimy shit. Is it because your life is just is is okay enough? Because you can afford some fancy dinners. Every once in a while. Because you have a warm, warm, warm showers and this, that, and the other. You motherfuckers don't even know. (laughs) I came from the sticks, yo. You don't know what struggle is. 
You don't know what it is to be on a farm in Jamaica with your grandmother fucking having to tend to chickens. (laughs) You don't know what that shit is. This privileged bullshit illusion that everybody's walking around here with as if any of this shit is guaranteed. You people are fucking stupid. The very next day, I could say something that will have your whole company fucked up. This shit is not guaranteed. Stop playing games with the people who are held down. Because one day, one day, master's head will get chopped off. (laughs) Metaphorically speaking, I got to say these things. I'm not a violent man. I don't own guns. I don't believe I'm not with that shit. I'm a man of peace. But I will tell you, I will tell you. I'm done with this shit. If you message me and I don't respond to you, it's not because like yo on the real like this is going to be my my very broad, broad message out there. I don't respond to fake people. I don't respond to fake people. If I didn't respond to you, it's for a reason. Don't be fake with me. I know you don't fuck with me. I am going to go down as the realest motherfucker you ever met. (laughs) If you ever meet me, I'm the realest motherfucker you will ever meet. I'm not living just for the sake of living. I'm living to be the purest form of me. What are you people living for? What are you people living for? (laughs) Especially you fat, lazy pieces of shits running companies with your nepotism and your this, that and the other and your fake like, oh, we care about diversity because it's trending and we don't want to seem like we're out of touch. And thank God there are different months for these. It's the fakest fucking shit. Let me say this. I'm not down with any of this stupid surface level shit. I'm down with energy. If I vibe with you. I vibe with you. I don't vibe with you because you're black. I don't vibe with you because you're a man, a woman. I don't vibe with you because of your sexuality. I don't vibe with you because of any of that surface level stupid shit. And people who form cliques and groups based on it. You people are fucking idiots. You are the new primates. (laughs) You motherfuckers need to go extinct. That is some basic level shit. We need to start thinking beyond this. Let's grow up as a species, people. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Why are you aligning yourselves with bullshit people? Seriously. Why are you aligning yourselves with bullshit people while real motherfuckers who would actually be out there and give a fuck and actually would build something that works for everybody? Not just the haves. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm telling you, this is some stupid shit. 
This is this is really, really stupid. I am so I can't believe I'm saying this, but collectively, overall, I'm so disappointed in humanity. Once upon a time, I used to think like, wow, the way humanity is going, there's so many things we can solve, but we can't get past this stupid basic level thinking of, hey, this person has like a nice smile, so they can't possibly be a a an asshole person who does who does fucked up shit behind closed doors. Let's put them in a position of power because, hey, he's a tall white guy. <laughs> You know, motherfucker has no types of ethics or morals, but hey, let's put him in power because I knew you. You lived in the same area as me where like a bunch of people, we all looked the same and there were no there were no people of color in that area. You know, <laughs> we, hey, we don't recognize you outsider like this. This shit is so stupid. This shit is so high school. It is so it it is the biggest bunch of nonsense I've ever seen. And sometimes I'm so disappointed (laughs) in this fucking species, in this society. What are we doing? Why do we accept these? No, I'm not going to say we because I don't accept this shit. I don't accept it. But I see it, people being so fake with each other. I know so many people don't like this shit either. Bruh, bruh, bruh. (laughs) Bruh, it is crazy. For the people who are still listening to me out there, I will tell you this. People will remember me by the end of this. I'm going to make sure of it. Right. Because no matter what, I know there are people out there that aren't going to like me for some reason and they're going to try me. And because of that, people are going to know me. And if you know me, You're going to respect me. I mean this. Because I bring respect first. So respect me. We don't have to be brothers. We don't have to be best friends. But respect me. I'm not a joke out here. I am not a joke. You people don't really know me like that. The people who really know me like that, that are closest to me, they will definitely tell you, don't fuck with Dre. Dre is not the one. I've been in situations you people do not even know. I that friend that I told you about. From college. Who was dealing with addiction issues, bruh. I went into a fucking crack house to pull her out and had a gun pulled on me. And I had to talk down a crackhead. (laughs) You can't, you can't shake me. You can't shake me. You cannot shake me. Latch, you cannot shake me. I am going to take this as 
far as I can. I'm going to take it so far. People will know my experience. I'm going to make sure people know about my experience at Latch. And after they know my experience at Latch, I'm going to reiterate my experience with Emika. Because fuck her too. And after that, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe make some art, <laughs> some music. I've, I have a whole album or EP full of music that is inspired by um, this whole thing with uh, Latch and Emika. <laughs> and uh I plan on calling it the Ju- the Jules Winfield EP. <laughs> so if you know who Jules Winfield is, uh you'll know what's up. Um y'all, I'm tired. It's like 1:30. I'm about to call it a wrap. I didn't even want to record this. I'm recording this like the day the, well, <laughs> I guess it's the day of uh me posting it. Um, cause I haven't heard back from latch yet. These people are fucking stupid. I know what's going on. They can't get it together together over there. These people are so afraid of just dealing with me. Like it would be really, really, really easy to do. De- do you know how easy it would be to deal with me? It'd be so easy to deal with me. I'm, I'm very clear on this. You know, I don't want to be doing this shit. I don't want this. I have very clear. I I will be a ghost. I can go away. But now that you made it this, now that you made it this, now I'm going to make my name off of this shit. <laughs> Seriously. Yo, it might not reflect everywhere, but people, I've been doing my I've been doing my work trying to like make people just recognize my name. There are people out here that y'all don't realize recognize my name. I'm not even going to say who some of them are yet, (laughs) but there are people who recognize my name and I'm not going to clout chase. I'm not going to go to them and "Eh, this, that, and the other. But if I have enough, if as long as I just keep making myself visible, these people who are aware of my name are going to look at, Hey, what's going on with the mind of Dre? What's going on with that guy? It's really interesting the places where doing music or, for example, or not being stuck in a rigid, stupid structure like Latch. It's really interesting the people that you come across because you travel a different path. It's really interesting. So before you decide that oh this nigger is just a nobody maybe do your googles and realize i am not a nobody out here a lot of people may not fuck with me and it may seem like i'm the boogeyman but the boogeyman is definitely somebody people peace the fuck out we will see what latch is gonna do Y'all need to open this door, man, for a huff and puff. Come on now, by the hands of your chinny chin chin. Oh, boy, you best roll out.
We up in here with the Mac 10. Oh, I think's not, Terrell. I think's not. Y'all might need to think this through and stop wasting my time. Because Omar can come back tomorrow. And the next day. And the next day. And I will put a bullet in all y'all behind what happened right now. You heard? You heard? You heard? You heard?